1: Oh, just running a little bit late for Senz. Is he there? Are you there, Mark?
0: I am here, Jimmy. How are you, my good man?
1: Mate, I'm full of apologies today. Apologies, uh, I'm getting to you a little bit late. Uh, but other than that, very well on this Friday afternoon. What about your good self, Mark?
0: Yeah, no, no, I'm surviving, mate. I've got a little bit of seven side football to look forward to tonight, and I've got my sons playing a bit of Friday night footy as well. So, no, plenty to look forward to following the show.
1: Okay, so Mark, when you say, and my son's playing Friday night footy, to what footy do you refer? No, to? I'm
0: actually talking football as in soccer. Um, yeah, yep. he's um, he's he's into his surfing, very good at surf life-saving, big in the surf life-saving scene. But he does enjoy his football, his Ronaldo and his Messies. He's nine years of age, so he's quite impressionable. But uh, look, I'd rather have them out there doing that than sitting on devices. <laughs>
1: Yes. Uh, so that's an interesting point, too. And we were, we were talking about it to yesterday with, uh, when we did the crossover with Paul Smith uh, from the Sydney Kings and Hutchie here, of course, from the, the Perth Wildcats. But I'll give you an example, and you might have a different example with football. But so my all, all three of the boys that were there the other day for River's birthday are all playing rugby league, and all three of them had an NBA either singlet or shirt on. Mm. And yet, would not classify themselves as NBA supporters. Do you find that a little
0: strange? Yeah, but that's the power of the NBA, isn't it? That that's just what good marketing yeah. does. That just shows that it's not just a sport these days. That fashion icon, and I think music can also do that at times. It's amazing how big that is here in New Zealand too. That you know, you see just kids walking around in American sporting paraphernalia, and they don't necessarily. If you ask them what sport do you do, they don't say I'm a basketballer. Um, no. And what I think I love about the NBA is there there is a player that fits every demographic. So if you're slightly technical, maybe slightly geeky or academic, there's a player that probably fits that genre. If you're a little bit of gangster, there's probably a player that fits that genre. And it's just so damn appealing, isn't it? That's a really good point,
1: too, because they say, you know, the NFL is the biggest sport in America by far. But one of the restrictions about taking that international is the fact that because they wear helmets, mm. we don't see their faces, whereas the NBA players very high profile, and we get to see their faces. We get to see the emotion of the athletes at play, and they see that as one of the big reasons why they've had such great international growth. The other part of it is that basketball is such an international game too, and and they've had players from all around the globe playing in the NBA.
0: Yeah, look, uh, uh, John Ackland here, who was known in rugby league circles, yeah. set up set up the Warriors. He he now coach he now teaches at a school called St Peter's here in Auckland, one of the great traditional rugby um, schools. And I was talking to John, and I said, look, what's it like now at a grassroots level rugby and rugby league? And he said, look, we're actually really struggling. Part of it concussion, whatever you want to put it down to. But he said, if we built eighty basketball courts, we'd fill every one of them. And the sport is booming here. It is taking numbers wow. in their droves. That's and i think part of it is because again you know what the nba's done what the australian basketball league's done here but the fact that everybody can play it it's simple and it's got a cheap entry point cheap entry point
1: yeah that's that's a re- so that we've got a lack of resources here in Sydney. In Melbourne, they've got a huge amount of resources, but um, I, I would say that every city would say that they're they're under resourced here in regional areas. Like, so I'm living in a region. We don't have an indoor basketball court in the town of Camden, which I find extraordinary. You've got to go to Picton, which is about half an hour away, to to play some indoor basketball. But the beauty of uh, so we put we've got our our hoop up here at home, and I've got kids. Um, two of them will only play if I play occasionally one of them will play against his brother, but the the eldest one, he will shoot baskets on his own for hours on end.
0: Mm. Well, he wants to look after you in your retirement, doesn't he? He wants to get that NBA contract. (laughs) He wants to sign that deal. See, my kids want to play me because they know they beat me. I I, I, I always think I've got quite good motor skills. I think I've been quite good coordination, quite good at most sports, but basketball is the one I've just never quite got my head around.
1: Yeah, no, I'm a very good basketballer. Mm. I'm just waiting for the response from my producer, Coach K, when I say that. He's just blowing don't up. Write che- uh, yeah. Don't write checks
0: with your mouth, your body can't cash, or I have a saying, you might be confusing ability with ambition.
1: Uh, I've done it all my life, so mm. uh, nothing new about that, Mark. Hey, tell us, uh, Kurt Capewell coming, Adam uh, Adinfinual Blake leaving. What's been the reception of Warriors fans on the back of that?
0: Oh, look, I, I, I just think too, we, I think we struggle with the, how easy it is for players to get out of contracts these days and uh, the rationale mm. that they can provide. And, you know, often when you throw up that I'm doing it for family reasons or I'm doing it for mental health reasons, it sort of shuts any argument down. And I, I, I just wish yep. players would sign contracts and keep, and stick to their contracts. Um, these clubs are providing you opportunity. Um, and through them, maybe it's an ad- audition for higher honours or for a, an upgrade and pay. Um, but yeah, look, I don't think it's gone down too well here, and, and you know, I think the Warriors and, and League, we, we do need to get a bit more ruthless on that. Um, you know, we're just starting to just starting to turn the Warriors around, and and, and you know, Adam Finola Blake, a big part of that, and that's just another kick in the guts, I guess, to long suffering Warriors fans, and now the, the, there's an uneasiness back around this team again.
1: Yeah, and it's it's on the back of an incredible season last season or 2023 and Adam Fenoll Blake a huge part of that but it also on the back of what Reece Walsh did at the Brisbane Broncos Correct. knowing that he he got out of his contract at the Warriors for for family reasons and and they were legitimate legitimate family reasons but as you say it still makes it feel like it's it's a little bit easier to get out of contracts what about your man Glenn Phillips like I played a lot of grade cricket in my time Mark for over 20 years right and putting saliva on the ball it was just so commonplace. He didn't even think twice no, about it. Glenn I, Phillips, is has
0: done for it. I didn't even know that. Quite. Look, I can understand sunscreen. I can understand oil-based products. But really, just what yeah I mean I think sometimes you almost do that subconsciously don't you you don't even think about it like yes. sometimes you even just naturally sort of pick at the seam of the ball just trying to remove a bit of dirt not realising actually television cameras on you it looks like you're somehow sort of manipulating it so I, I sort of struggle I, I, yeah, I sort of just struggle with that stuff I, 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 yeah, I, I'm, I'm sort of I just think there are other issues and, and bigger things that should be addressed and we shouldn't be talking about those things we should just be talking about the performance of the cricketers well, one little debate that we have been having here we've came Williamson scored his 29th test 100 he's averaging 55 but is he our best batsman a lot of people still think Martin Crowe technically he only scored 17 test 100s but you do feel that conditions these days are a lot more conducive to batting you've got VAR you're not VAR you've got the DRS mm. you've got smaller grounds um, you know I think wickets are a lot more, yeah, wickets are a lot more benign and so you know how do you draw errors and um, so yeah but but it's been a positive discussion but uh, myself and Brad Lewis both agree the best player that we've ever seen play the game is actually Ricky Ponting
1: Ricky yeah okay yeah so Ricky I reckon where does he rank in Australia all time I would say a lot of people would have Ricky Ponting at two and obviously Don Bradman's one and then maybe maybe people would say no I'll go Greg Chappell at two and Pon- Ponting at three but you might have given us a discussion point here, Mark. That's a great call, too. Who is uh, how many more Cambridge runs and, 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 and how and many
0: more centuries and how big a batting average would have Bradman had in today's era on today's wickets? Oh. And, you know, the other thing with Croak, the other thing with these guys, they never had to face Fire and Babylon. They didn't have to face the great West Indian sides, did they?
1: Yeah, well, that's an excellent point, too. And uh, that's why Alan Borders' stats are so good. Mark, we've got to go.
0: Have a great weekend. Enjoy your son's footy tonight. Yeah, yeah. I told him that second's on the other team. <laughs> there you go, Mark <laughs> Watson. Over. Right there you go. It is. Hey, do we got to take a break? We have to take a break, don't we? We'll take a break. You're listening to DCNZ.